right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it is a 12 questions version of the podcast with Jimmy Johnson, the seven-time NASCAR champion. And guess what? This is his eighth 12 questions interview. So he's done more 12 questions interviews than actually won championships, which is pretty hard to achieve considering the 12 questions have only been around for nine years. And Jimmy Johnson is tied for the most championships ever. So thank you so much to him for always being willing to do these interviews. Really appreciate that. I recorded this interview with Jimmy at Richmond outside his motorhome on race day. So double appreciation for him working it in just a few hours before the race started. But let's get it right into it and see how he answered this year's 12 questions. All right, everybody, I'm here with Jimmy Johnson. And Jimmy, the first question is, how often do you have dreams about racing? I don't dream all that often, but I do remember one um, when I was getting ready to race for the Herzogs in, I guess, 96 and my very first off-road truck race for them. And I had a dream that this brand-new, beautiful truck we built would only do wheelies. And I couldn't compete, couldn't make a turn, couldn't stay with the pack because every time I touched the gas, it just did a wheelie, and I couldn't turn. Was this a dream that had more than once? No, it's... Uh, it was just that one dream, and it was I couldn't get out of my head, and it's probably the only one I really remembered through all the years of you know having different dreams. Wow. If you get into someone during a race, whether it's intentional or not, does it matter if you apologize? Yeah, it does, and I think there's also an unwritten code out there when there's just incidental contact that happens, and you know then there's that next level of, wow, that, that probably looks bad. I should apologize. I didn't mean it. And then you have to see if the guy believes you or not. And then there's, you know, the insult of all insults where you just completely dump somebody and say, oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is the biggest compliment someone could give you? Uh, The simple term that you're a racer. That's always meant the world to me. Hmm. Okay, so NASCAR comes to you and says, hey, we're bringing the celebrity to the track. We'd love if you have time to host them for a little bit. Who's a celebrity you'd be really excited about getting that opportunity to do? Man, I just had a flashback of meeting Vince Vaughn in our transporter a couple years ago. Uh, first of all, he was so tall he could barely fit in the transporter. Um, and then he just, of course, is rolling the humor and, and dropping one-liners. So um, love to have those opportunities to see people and show them around you know, the transporter and through kind of the inner workings of what goes on in the, in the race team. Um, so in an effort to show it's a health-conscious sport, NASCAR decides to offer the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for one month. Would you do it? Man, I tried it. I, it wasn't the easiest thing to do, but I was just curious and, mm-hmm. and had a three-month run of it vegan. Um, so you made it three months. I did. I made it three months. Um, not easy. A lot of planning involved. And I'm sure the first month I made plenty of mistakes just because you don't know any better. You don't realize how hard it is to be true vegan. Hmm. Um, okay, now it's time for the random race challenge. I'm doing an interview. You want to say hi? This is my daughter, Lydia, who's getting ready to ride her bike without Hi, Lydia. Wheels. Hi. There she is. <laughs> yes, that's my first interview with Lydia, <laughs> technically. Um, so I picked a random race from your career, and uh, you have to tell me where you finished. Okay. Okay, this is the 2007 Atlanta Spring Race. Do you have any idea where you finished in that one? I don't remember 07. No, I'm sorry, I don't. Okay, you I actually I hope I won. You actually won that one. Okay. Yes. I was hoping to stump you on a one that you won since you've won so many times. <laughs> you started you usually third. remember the ones you, for, you lose, like, oh, okay. the, the, okay. like losing to Carl at the line or something like oh, that, yeah. which I wouldn't know that you're off the top of my head, but the ones you lose leave, leave a much bigger mark than the ones you won. 
you um, you started third in this one. You led the first 36 laps. There was a debris caution with 10 to go. I don't remember this. I just saw this in Racing Reference. You took the lead with three to go, and you beat Smoke. Is any of this okay. ring a bell? Yeah, I remember oh, okay. getting by Tony off of turn two. Um, we had a little, little contact, which I know didn't make him happy. He had a little bit of a tire rub after that, and, and we were able to get the race one. I okay. remember that now. Okay. I just need a little snapshot yeah, of what, yeah. it, what it looked like. Right. Uh, okay, Jimmy, who is the best rapper alive? Rapper? I, and I'm, I'm not all that versed in, in rap, but... But I guess I would kind of lean the old school with Snoop and mm-hmm. and uh, Ice Cube or I don't know. I, and again, I'm not all that versed in it, but I go back to when I was in high school and some of the uh, big names back then, and that's about as far as I can go. Yeah. No, that's that's those are they're good ones. Legends. You know, yeah. Fifty is is kind of in there. I guess he's probably more recent. Um, for whatever reason, I remember NWA when I was uh, in high school. That was what all the cool kids listened to for a while. There, my my parents were like, "This language is unacceptable in the house." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, um, Jimmy. Who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? Punchable face. Um, boy, I, I don't. I love. I always think of. Um, characters you know we were just in disney world not long ago and i don't know why i feel like i need to punch or tackle one of those characters when i when what i is, see him one of the mascots <laughs> the mascots yeah mascots in general yeah. have such a punchable face that's awesome <laughs> just, like, just rally mickey <laughs> right <laughs> okay um um so NASCAR enlists three famous Americans to be part of your race team for, for one race. It's part of the big publicity push they're doing. They're going to bring Taylor Swift, LeBron James, and Tom Hanks to the race. You have to pick one to be your crew chief, one to be your spotter, and one to be your motorhome driver. Who will you assign to which role? Between Who Taylor Swift, LeBron, and Tom Hanks. Uh, and what were the jobs again? Crew chief, spotter, and motorhome driver. I would say Hanks is the spotter. He's just such a good, good, good talker. Um... Taylor Swift, I'd much rather look at Taylor Swift than Chad Canals. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll have LeBron drive, I guess. I don't know. Okay. And our, our bus driver does a lot, and you, you need to know the inner workings of the tracks and help work with crowds. And with LeBron's size, I think that he could, he could definitely help with crowd management. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Okay. What's the key to finding the best pre-race bathroom? Experience. Experience makes all the difference in the world. Um, some tracks, it's just a porta potty Other tracks... There's a suite that you know nearby or Goodyear's tire building. There's always a bathroom in there, and, and that is a high priority when you hop off the truck. As you can imagine, when you're going to sit there for four hours and not have access to a bathroom, that, that last stop is, is very much on my mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so NASCAR decides it misses the highlight reel value brought by Carl Edwards' backflips, and they want a replacement. How much money would they have to pay you to backflip off your car after your next win? It wouldn't be too much. I... I always loved jumping off things and uh, was on the dive team and also swim and played water polo. So um, there, my, most of my dives were forward facing, but I, I, I think I can, I can get the rotation around. Okay. Especially under the grass. I'd be very comfortable with the end of the grass. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that then. <laughs> um, so I asked each driver to give me a question for the next interview. I just went to Long Beach and talked to Simon Pagino. So his question for you is, um, when you win number eight, how will you celebrate differently than your other ones? And what was the most epic moment of your first seven celebrations? Uh, f- epic moment would be Snoop Dogg playing the championship party. That was just the, the coolest experience ever. Um, and we still talk about it over and over. So that would be uh, you know, the first highlight that pops in mind. And do differently. 
um, thankfully, you know, you, uh, you with winning seven, I've learned how to pace myself over the banquet week. So I think I'd be yet again uh, more experienced in how to manage the uh, four or five days of continuous partying. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Um, so I unfortunately don't know who the next driver is going to be. Um, do you know, uh, have a question that I could just ask another driver in this garage? Um, do they wear underwear in, in under their uh, fireproof clothing in the race car? Oh, is that a, is that a thing? I don't some know. People don't. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm, I'm curious. curious. I okay. know, right? That's where it all came from. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know. So <laughs> I'd like to know. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for doing this. Absolutely. All right, everybody. So there you have it. That was a fun interview with Jimmy Johnson. I appreciate him playing along with the questions, having some laughs. I I know I enjoyed it. So I hope you did as well. Coming up on the next edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast, it's a How I Got Here episode with Kyle Novak, who is race director for the IndyCar series. So he's essentially David Hoots of IndyCar, and it's his first year doing that job for IndyCar, and I'm going to ask him about his career path. And just as a little teaser, it involves once being on the coaching staff for Urban Meyer. Yes. So you'll have to hear more about that. That comes out on Thursday, and then Sunday, it will be a post-race podcast from Dover International Speedway, where I'll be traveling this weekend to watch everything NASCAR. appreciate all your support, as always. If you're interested in helping support the podcast and you don't really want to commit to being a patron through patreon.com, there's a free way that you could do it, and that is by starting your Amazon shopping with the link jeffgluck.com slash Amazon. And so what happens is before you go to Amazon, you go there, it takes you right to the homepage, my website gets a commission, and then it's of no cost to you. Then I get a credit on Amazon where I can buy things like paper towels or toilet paper, and then I don't have to use my patron money to buy paper towels or toilet paper, I can use it to travel to races. So it all adds up in some small ways. Anyway, check back Thursday for the Kyle Novak podcast, and then looking forward to seeing everything that happens at Dover this weekend. So until next time, talk to you later on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.